Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get to heapsnormal.com, chuck duty-free in checkout. There's a little promo code for free shipping around Australia. And I'll tell you what, Heggy, I have been smashing those things the last six weeks. And yes. uh, the taping last week at the corner, they had them at the corner, the corner hotel in Richmond. Especially for you, Jason and Kylie. Yeah? Mate, I, th- I think we got in on the ground floor. They are they are everywhere. Oh, Man, they just won best uh, IPA at the World Non-Alcoholic Beer fucking fest or whatever it is. Oh, it, like a beer competition. Well, now it's all adding up. I should have looked up the details, shouldn't I? No. Nah, didn't. Don't worry about it. I just saw something saying it's the best. Just take our word for it. It's the best. Get into it. I'm the radio ad man. That should have been me. <laughs> Heapsnormal.com, duty-free at checkout. Get them in ya. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the shit? the fuck is this talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate, pretty good. I'm living the dream. Checking your bloody schedule. I've got an Apple eye tag that I uh, I put in your asshole when you're asleep when we're in Queensland. Yeah. I've been following you around. Jeez, I thought something happened. You're doing some- <laughs> 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 you're doing a few Ks. Yeah, keep them busy, man. I put one of those tags in the um, frame of my bicycle. Oh, did you? And I nearly want it to get stolen now. Oh, so you can track it. Yeah. But then I don't know who knows what's going to happen. Man, would you would you hunt it down though? For sure, yeah. I don't yeah. think the police would. Like the movie Taken, except instead of his daughter, it's a man with a fold up bike. I don't think it's that exact. I think you have to sit outside the apartment block and wait for the person to come out, unless you can see it. I don't know if I, to- I, I did- have you ever used one of those scooters, like the e-scooter things? I did with you once in Adelaide, but oh, no, that's right. Other than that, once in uh, in Brisbane, I I trucked one. I was like, fuck, I want to use one. I'm going to go across town. Mm. And uh, I'm like, where is this thing? And followed it. And it ended up being um, in like a shed underneath a Queenslander. It was like a little, Great. looked like a little room that it was in. I'm like, I'm not. They can have that. I'll just walk. You didn't go in? No, I'm not going in there. Did you get charged? Man, I'm alive. No, no, no. You only get charged once you scan on. Oh, I started. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was the little, it was the little beacon. I thought, oh, fuck, we're on here. Oh, so someone just kept it for themselves. Yeah. For their own personal scooter. Beautiful. Lovely. The Aussie way. Wasn't bolted down. I'm having that. Man, you've been all over the shop though. You're in Wagga, Albury and Tamut. Yeah, Tamut last night. Just got back from Tamut. I left Tamut this morning. Tamut. And now I'm here. 
like magic Man. in another place. Unbelievable. Good shows. Uh, the Tumut crowd, shout out to them. They yeah. came along last night. Man, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Tumut, for the size of that town versus the amount of mentions it's gotten on this podcast, it's fucking pound for pound. Town, I reckon. They're doing pretty well. It is. Well, they said, we should come and do a show there. I said, yeah, sure, man. There'll be five of you there. Yeah. <laughs> be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> nice theatre, though. Very nice. Get stuck into the uh, into the alcoholic ginger beer. Yeah, I did, actually. I don't want to plug it because we've already got something we plug. Yeah, yeah it's quite nice. And then I deleted a four-pack after the show. Again, I, as I said in our Heaps Normal chat at the top of this show, commercial radio, do you think they limit themselves to one product per show? Well, no. You wouldn't even bother turning the lights on. But they get paid by all the ones they mention. No, that's generally. true. <laughs> um, mate, your show last week, I heard it was gangbusters. I was getting the blow-by-blow blow from Rad. Oh, yeah. There. Well, uh, yeah, it did come. Uh, it was the Corner Hotel last week, film a stand-up special. Thanks to everyone that came out. A couple of bloody mid-flight brawl T-shirts in the in the mix as well. Yeah. In the crowd. Cop the, I don't know about that. Cop the bloody, what's the what's the limited edition Larrikin Island down front? Oh, that's good. Saw a few Air Jadens. They're not yelling out catchphrases and shit? No, no, no. Good. Maybe now, though, because the Air Jaden T-shirt has been seen on seven nine and ten news programs along with the Channel 9 Today Show. You, on you. On me, on me, sprinting after my co-host, Brendan Favola, after he broke a world record. I saw you the other day on something. Fuck, it's Um, called Business Now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Good thing we film radio now. (laughs) I wondered why we'd done that, an exclusively audio format, but there you are. Fev broke a world record set last year by an ex-NFL player, Rob Gronkowski. Who caught a gridiron ball dropped out of a helicopter at like 187 meters? Yeah. And Fev tried it last year. Shit conditions failed. Came back. You know. Yeah. Much like a Queensland spirit. You know, had his back against the wall. Well, he was in Brisbane for a while. Yeah, he was, and he got kicked out of there for drinking too much and fighting. And as he says, that's their entire culture. So, yeah, he doesn't know why he was booted. And you got to respect a bloke who gets kicked out of Queensland for drinking too much. Yeah. Um. But he fucking nailed it. I ran onto the field, forgot, because the night before was the taping at the corner. Mm. I'd stayed at a hotel, had about three hours sleep, a few froffies afterwards because I had not had any froffies for about six weeks. Yeah. Air Jaden shirt all over the fucking news. We're famous, man. Great. Any comments? A a fair few, actually. Really? (laughs) Yeah, from listeners. What? Saying what's with the shirt? Yeah, a few messages. Go and clock the fucking Air Jaden on the news. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Not radio listeners. Now I just need Myra. I think my dog's spewing right in front of this computer. Hang on. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, oh for you. fuck's sake. I'll get a, I'll be, give us a minute, mate. <laughs> Keep it rolling. She just yacked on the fucking. We'll be back in a second. Hang on. Yeah, it's all right. What are we doing? Jesus Christ. <laughs> the best bit about this, and I reckon keep this in, Rad, is that Heggie's had to stand up to um, clean up the mess, clean up the dog spew. The good news is his dog weighs about 400 grams. Hang on, mate. So I can't. There's probably not much in its guts, but uh, to yell at a little dog for spewing while he's sitting in front of a Zoom background from, I assume, another murderous house, quite a nice little juxtaposition. Um, he won't care about this. I woke up this morning, got pissed on by my three month uh, three year old. Oh, sorry, Eggy. I was just chatting. Sorry, mate. Chatting the listeners through what's going on. The spew. Oh. I woke up this morning. The three year olds had a fever. He, um, I heard a bang on the wall. I woke up, thought there was a home invasion, always ready to go. Let's roll. 
remember? Yeah. And uh, but no, it was him. He just pissed through, took off his suit, and swung it around his head and threw it at a wall. Nice. He just that's what the fever made him do. Good excuse. Yep. And then he fucking vomited all over me as I carried him down to the bathroom. So good start to the day. Brilliant. Oh, at least the dog was on her own rug. I just put it outside. She let it. <laughs> She's not getting back in here while that's going on. Um, but yeah, again, thanks to everyone that came out to the corner hotel. It was a bloody ripper night, and rad. We got rad, of course, to uh, to do all the audio because I have seen a few stand up specials lately where the audio mix uh, not good. So I thought I've got one. What? Oh no! Pretty frustrating. Are you in this position? Is this the one you just filmed the other month that I opened for, or the one before that? No, before that. Yeah, and bit frustrating to be honest. You needed Rad. Going forward, Rad is going to be there. Even if I've got to drag him up to Sydney, he's going to be in the room each and every time from now on. Yeah, he's the audio fixer. Um, there's always been some sort of fuck up. There always is. He ca- Rad, Rad came into the corner hotel as we were doing the bump in and the cameras and everything are all getting set up. I look, I go for a piss, come back, 30 seconds later, Rad's on a ladder just hanging shit off fucking poles and yeah. he was just getting right in. Everyone move out the way. Oh, he makes sure it's done properly. Not a lot of people take that much pride in their work and it's fucking annoying. You only get one shot at it. I don't know anything about technical shit, clearly. And uh, He does take pride and he's fucking good and that's why the pod's going great. Thank you very much, Rad, and all the listeners that get on board and send us messages going, thanks for that, Rad. Thanks for bumping up that fart in the mix the other week. <laughs> he's been sneakily putting some, some in as well, I reckon. I don't know about that. I think it's Around just you, yeah. your fucking rotten touring guts. <laughs> Different RSL bistros every night. Um, man, this weekend, uh, the September 11th show is nearly full. So if you're thinking of coming, get on it now. Don't turn up at the door and try to scab in because it's not going to fly, I don't reckon. It's only a small joint. Midflightbrawl.com, 1pm show, September 11th, so you'll never forget. This Sunday, Saturday, of course, September 10th, we're in Brizzy. That's been sold out for a month and a bit. Thanks for everyone that's bought tickets so far. Um, hey, speaking of audio though, Heggy, uh, the poll closed fifty three percent to forty seven percent. Yeah, I know. I know you mentioned it in your solo intro last week. Uh, people mm. do want the long gone too soon, but the as you said, a lot of people just seem to want it because it annoys you. And fuck me, that's yeah. half the reason I say the things I do on this pod just to get a response. You know, just to break up your manifesto reading. Um, yeah. But I reckon we sort of split the diff here. We go the long one for big deaths, short one for just he fucking died. Who cares? Okay. You know? I mean, we've got to do something because <laughs> we're going to be losing listeners at a great rate of knots <laughs> just so a very small group. It's elitism. I think they can fucking try and pick on me. And like the average Joe Blow sitting at home going, why the fuck are they continuing to play this song? I will never listen again. And again, though, I'm ha- I'm happy to mix it up, but I can't stress enough. Somebody on the Instagram post summed it up perfectly. That's why there's a 15-second skip button. Yeah. You're welcome to do that. Yeah. I do that when I hear stuff I don't want to hear. But my sensitive ears, I skip forward. I'm amazed. You're- oh, I was, I was going to give you shit about your phone, but you've got a brand new fucking iPhone straight out of the box. Yeah, it's great. It wasn't brand new, I don't think. I, th- I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't is. matter to me. Yeah. Brilliant. I don't know how to use it, all the special features. But, um, and you know what annoys me about you? Because I think you brought it up in the solo intro last week is that months ago I offered to get you a new phone. I go, Heggy, you need a new phone. Your wife was giving you shit. Luke, you need a new phone. Yeah. Get a new phone. But instead, you just carried on your usual way, 
whinging yep. until someone bloody sent you one. I didn't. I didn't whinge. I did get a couple of messages saying that phone is going to explode probably on the plane. You might want to get rid of it. So I did. I don't know if it's whinging. It's more just doing nothing about it until people feel they need to assist you. You know what I mean? Are you saying I'm part of the problem of the modern world where we look after fucking idiots? Yeah. That's what you're saying about me? Yeah. It was you just sitting okay, sitting next to a car with smoke coming out the bonnet crying. You know at some point someone's going to come along and assist. All right. That's where we are. All right. Even though, even though for months people said you should fix your car. <laughs> All right. While we're on this. Maybe. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah. Well, yeah, just because I decided to have a temporary nap on the sunny coast a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Real quick I didn't nap. Want to say Sorry, not temporary. You here. Just a quick one. But I'll say it now. Post gig mm. at uh, I was at Soul Bar there in Maruchador. Good fun. And uh, stand at the bar afterwards talking to a mate. And I'd had a whiskey, had a little bit of dip tobacco in, chatting to a mate. And then uh, 10 people are standing around me. Oi, Cody, you had a seizure. Yeah. I don't remember that. Were you spasming? They get all the furniture out of the way and shit? Is nah. that you? Well, apparently some people really fucking jumped the gun. Don't know what a seizure is. A little bit of spasm at the end. I'm a shaky cunt anyway. But I hit the deck apparently for a minute or two. But who knows? minute or two? Well, that's what they said. Time slows down in a disaster, you know? Yeah. Um, went to the hospital. Fine. Just dehydrated. Dehydrated and guess what? Exhaustion, which means I'm now officially, I must be a celebrity. Because they're the only people who get it. Oh, they're the only ones who get drunk and say <laughs> racist stuff. They're the only ones who know what exhaustion is. <laughs> the rest of us, no fucking idea, do we? Yeah, I thought. Um, I thought like back in two thousand and eight when I used to work at CUB in a call centre from like eight thirty to one. Then I'd race into the city to work in a mailroom from two thirty to six, and then I'd go to a pub mm. from like seven till ten thirty or eleven. I did it forty five days straight. Yeah, I thought if at any point exhaustion was going to show up, it would have been then. You're much younger though, no? Yeah, I was, but I just had a I had a uh, a swim in the middle of the day in the sun, and uh, yep. you know, pasty Cody, Jacques Barrett, our mate, mm. said, "Sorry, man, that fucking 19 degree Queensland winter sun just got you." <laughs> yeah, dropped like a sack of shit. Well, in light of your recently exposed weak constitution, you might want to slow down a bit. What do you mean? And ask for a bit of a break. Mm. You know, maybe quit radio. That's the first and best solution I can think of. Why is that? Get your mornings back. Yeah. Or just get more time to relax. You won't be fainting all over the place. Man, I know your kids are growing up a bit, so you forget. But um, say I leave the house at quarter to five in the morning, there's a good chance I'd get maybe an extra 25 minutes sleep in if I quit radio. Yeah. But you don't have to you don't have to be on with the kids. No, worse. You do. That's the worst not bit. Like that. You do have to be on, but it's doing made-up games in a fucking playpen. Where I don't understand the rules. As opposed to commercial morning radio. At least un- is I understand the rules. Philosophy. Every three minutes yeah. I can take a bite of a sandwich. That's not bad. It's a good work to rest ratio there. Yeah, good, eh? <laughs> How are you going with the standing up, sitting down situation at work? Because that got you a bit while ago, didn't it? What do you mean? They told me off for standing up too much. Well, no, you had a bit of a sore fucking leg or something, didn't you? Oh, no. Physi- oh, fucking. This intro is going too long. But the physio said you should <laughs> sit down more. Fuck off, mate. Right. Now, okay. That's for old people. Yeah. I'm standing up now. All right, mate. We better get off your maladies and your weaknesses and get into this episode. The doctor did say that too. If you stand up for too long, the blood will go to the feet. Sit down a bit more. I said, fuck up, mate. Just give us the bag. I'm out of here. Bus. Yeah, right. I'm sitting down now. What did you get a bag of? A bit of IV. Oh, 
You walked out with a bag and a trip. No, no, no. They just gave it to me there. By the oh, way, how's it. this? I've never had private health insurance, right? I had to go to – I just went, get me to the fucking nearest hospital. Going to sort this out just in case I've had a heart attack. They go, it's going to cost out of pocket. Who gives a shit? Whatever it is, just yeah. get me checked. Everything clear, clear, clear. I leave. Hey, Mr. Cody, sorry. We don't have to charge you tonight. Yeah, how much? $350. Oh. Fucking I am whatever. way in front. Of course. So far in front. It's like petrol prices going up I, because I didn't get my license until 31. People are like, man, petrol's two bucks. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. We've got 13 years of free petch up my sleeve. Oh, right. Eh? Is that the way you look at it? Yeah, it's a profit. Very uh, <laughs> philosophical. It's good. We better get started, mate. Now, behind you, of course, as you were cleaning up your dog spew, I did want to have a guess. This is a beautiful house. Um, rich person's house. That's a Rolls Royce out the front. Possibly a ghost, Rolls Royce ghost or a phantom. Mm. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to say America. Yeah. East. Oh, do, you the post, do you want the postcode? Yeah. Oh, hold on. It's the only postcode I know in America. <laughs> hold on. 90210. Yes, it's Beverly Hills. <laughs> That's the only one I know. Uh, and the only phone number I know is 555-5555. Is that their phone number of this house? Could well be. I don't know. I don't know that. Every week for people just joining us, Heggy, if we're down the line from each other, Heggy's got a Zoom background of a you know, pretty grim character. From uh, from real from the real world, and uh, I try and guess who it is. So, uh, Beverly Hill. I'm just going to guess OJ. No, it's not OJ. Uh, we're talking around the same era, 1996. This house made the news. A family, a couple of boys. They had just the two boys, like you do. Uh-huh. Watch your step. Now, is this someone that's from America originally? Uh, the father wasn't, but the boys grew up there. Yes. Ooh. Oh. Man, I don't know. They I, are only famous for this. Only famous for this very thing. Because I was going to guess a sneaky, you were going to try and slide in a Saddam Hussein on me. No, no, we're no. We're talking Uday and Kusa or whatever. No. This is the Menendez residence. Oh, I've heard of them, but I don't know the... The boys knocked off the yeah. parents. Ah, uh, did they though? hundred? Mm. Absolutely they did. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> All right, we better get cracking, mate. This uh, This week... We're looking at uh, July 6, 2018. Delta Airlines flight 129, Seattle, Washington to Beijing, China. I like and, it. Uh, oh, yeah. I've, I'm thinking of going to Peking. I mean, I've, I've crunched the numbers recently for a new order of carpenter pencils, soon to be available at lukeaggy.com, <laughs> by the way. Um, Fuck it now, and here's the bloke going. We can't get another plug in. Don't yeah. know how it's possible. Oh, as soon as it comes to the stock available on LukeHeggy.com, every second sentence. What do you need? What do you need? Boxer shorts with a skid mark in them? LukeHeggy.com. <laughs> well, you know, if, I mean, cash at live gigs obviously preferable. The postage is not that far off the same price as as pre-COVID airfare. I reckon just to go there and get it. Like if airfares go back down a bit and demand for 10-inch signature edition Luke Heggie carpenter pencils goes up a little, yeah. next time I might just go to Peking with a couple of empty suitcases, have a feed, come home the next day with merch. Bang. Well, you hope it's merch. No, don't go, fuck, I haven't heard from Eggie for a few yeah. weeks and there's a, a new cocaine Cassie fucking story. Oh, I know. I'd be, I'd be packing them myself. <laughs> just have some sweet and sour pork balls, jump back on the plane, get there. I'd have them to come to the airport. Just drop them off to me. I don't know. Although at customs, they seem to be a bit uptight about merchandise and wood. Oh. But uh, in, the post, in the post, they don't seem to care as much. Don't know. Anyway, 
Today, man, we're looking at a, a man called Joseph Hudek IV. Mm. Already red flag. Man, unless you're from fucking 17th century England, yeah. you better not have a four. Or, no, nah, to be fair, you're an African-American dude playing in the NFL now. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't mind a fourth or a fifth. And the, the number one's still alive. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, you can fit five in in 100 years. Well, we've, again, we've got, a, we've got a mate of ours who uh, he's called his kid his name. Yeah. And his dad's name is his name, and it goes back however far. But they have another numbers. No, they have another numbers. And none of them are junior. So, yeah. <laughs> so people, won't, people won't really know. Uh, the fourth, you definitely know. He's 23 years old, Joseph Hudek, and he's from Tampa, Florida, your spiritual home. See. Um, he attends Florida State University. Go oh, sorry. Go to the Seminoles. Seminoles. Yep. Uh, Do the big chop. So it is frowned upon now. What? A lot of people in. Oh, okay. A lot of people in uh, Native American, you know, First Nations people headwear and face paint. Yeah, right. Doing the big tomahawk chop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've renamed all their. There was a, a team called the Indians. Is that still around or is that gone? Cleveland Indians, I believe, is in the baseball. The Washington Redskins, they're gone now. Yeah, they for one season just became the Washington Football Team. As That's if exciting, you know, it's like a PlayStation game that didn't get the rights. Yeah, I assume they had to stop doing that cheerleading shit because they don't know what to do. Like you can't <laughs> just be the team and do stuff. You've got to get more excited. Well, they um, love that. They love a bit of go team. Yeah, so maybe they were fine. Just team. Now that just to make sure there's nothing, uh, you know, associated with. Anything dark in history, they've gone with commanders. I don't think commanders have ever done anything wrong at any point. So, wouldn't think so. Smart move there. <laughs> maybe, maybe the new commanders, just people who command respect for being nice oh, people. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Influencer types. Florida's FSU mm-hmm. is ranked as the second biggest party school in the States behind Tulane University in New Orleans. Oh, wow. That's just people getting maggot down there. FSU, I believe. I th- I think that is where comedian Bert Kreischer went, and he um, he became a party boy. He was the um, yeah he was the ultimate party boy, and they wrote a Rolling Stone article about him that became the um, uh, fuck the movie. What's the word Van the movie huh? yeah Van Wilder Van Wilder party yeah. liaison yeah he went to FSU yeah well you know who else went to FSU one time. In oh, 19, no, yeah. 1978. Oh, your mate? Copped a visit from one Theodore Bundy. <laughs> that was while he's on the run after escaping some fucking amateur hour prison in Colorado. Not a very pleasant visit down to Chi Omega Sorority House from Ted. Oh, no. Mm, what did he do there? Wow. Did some bad stuff, didn't he? Wasn't him. Yeah. In the end, he was he was ill. A uh, bit of Ted trivia, of course. He was defending himself. <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> he was defending himself in Florida from this exact visit on multiple murder charges, and uh, in the middle of questioning a character witness. Honestly, you get on here every week just sounding like a fucking public defendant for some of the worst parts. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Hear me out. Hear me out. OJ Simpson. No, not at all. Oh, I can't stand him. It didn't um, fit. <laughs> While he's, while he's questioning a character witness, he declared his marriage proposal to her. She accepted, and because it was in front of a judge, it stood. And uh, wow, he went on. He went on to father a child with her while on death row. Someone for everyone in there. <laughs> Love conquers all. 
Is um state state university over there? Is that like state school? Like, is it the cheap one? You only hear like you, you hear like Harvard and Stanford and stuff. Obviously, they're expensive, but it, like state ones, are they free? Man, I'm having a look at a photo of out the front of the campus. There's a there's a great fucking fountain. They're not cheap, and uh, I don't think there's any cheap school. Nothing's I think you think it? maybe community college. Oh, okay, that's right. TAFE style. Yeah, beg your pardon. Yeah, that's what they get threatened with to leave their friends and go to an actual school. Um, Joseph is the nephew of a former Major League Baseball player, John Hudek, an all-star pitcher. Uh, Wow. I'll tell you what, as an outsider, baseball stats, not that impressive. Like John's career highlight is striking someone out when there were two runners on the bases one time. If you applied that to cricket and said, I bowl a one-time, bowled out more than one person in innings, he wouldn't have a job. (laughs) I always thought it was bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, people get out routinely. Not real. I went to a game though. Yeah, like gridiron. Fair bit of bloody downtime. Oh yeah, mate. I went. I went to a game uh, with my wife, Moab, and it was tied at the end of the ninth. And I thought, "Fuck yeah, draw. Let's get out of here." Nah, just sort of golden goal style. Just kept going, oh, and it went to like the sixteenth or seventeenth inning. It was like a whole other game. They couldn't score a run. Yep. Good God. Or someone scored a run and then in the next, you know, yeah. the bottom half of that innings, the other team did, so they got another shot and they stopped serving booze at the middle of the seventh. It's a fucking disgrace. Is that standard to get everyone out of there by the middle, by the end of the ninth? Yeah, but it get, it's like people will go. Just serve piss till the end. Yeah. I don't understand. Some footy matches I've been to at night, you try and get two beers in the fourth quarter of an AFL game. They go, sorry, mate, just one. What? Yeah, man, you don't have the best beers here. Just, I'm trying to help you. Yeah. Just give me the fucking beers. No. Things have changed, mate. It's bloody nanny state. Makes you think, doesn't it? So um, the plane leaving from Seattle, the home of grunge. SeaTac. And incidentally, the city where one Theodore Bundy attended law school. Oh, (laughs) jeez. You should write really grim fucking fantails rappers. No, I just, I mean, I... When I saw a Florida State Uni, I thought, I think that's the one Ted went to. But then I looked up Ted and he'd been here as well, been to Seattle, studied law, obviously not well enough to get himself off. I reckon you put us in a room and somebody just throws out different colleges to us. We're going to have very different stats on those colleges. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before his flight, Joseph went to a weed dispensary and bought himself two to three bags of edibles. So three or more, I think we can safely assume. Um, mm-hmm. I know if I buy two or three of something, I wouldn't <laughs> later on go, I bought two to three. <laughs> what? I bought between zero and six. You figure you it ta- out. What are you talking Have about? Have a guess. Yeah. No one's underestimating something like that in the aftermath. Um, the serving suggestion, suggestion for these edibles were one or two and the bags contained 10. Joseph ate. How many do you reckon? Well, he bought three bags, so. Mm. Oh, and he said, but to, I don't know, oh, I'm going to go 15. All of them. So either 20 or 30. <laughs> Good old Joe. So hold on. He's he's eaten every one and the serving suggestion is two. Yeah, 30 lollies. Fuck. Um, That's a, that is a fair effort. I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before, but the Pacific Northwest, I think my favourite part of the world, love it. Mm. Beautiful spot. And one night, this is maybe five or six years ago, I was there by myself and uh, 
Saturday night in Portland, there's a science museum. It's like a science works in Melbourne. Yeah. And it was just for adults and they serve booze mm. on the Saturday night. So I went to a dispensary, got myself a few really weak joints because I'm not I'm not a weed man, but, you know, went in Rome. Yeah. And uh, there was an exhibit there for uh, virtual reality and I was second in line and the bloke in front of me put the headset on and was screaming, like. Screaming. Blood-curdling screams, <laughs> right? Go, fucking hell, what are they showing on this thing? He walks off, white as a ghost, shitting himself. Yeah. I go, whoa, I'm a little bit high. I've had a few beers. I don't know if this is going to be great for me. Put it on, just a walking tour of the Jack Daniels distillery. Right. Maybe he's- I think this bloke had eaten maybe 30 lollies as well. Yeah, he was in it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a reception bourbon. desk, a bit of a factory behind him. Yeah. Pretty cool, actually. <laughs> just trying to freak you out. Maybe he wasn't screaming at all. It was all you. Um, Joseph. I projected that onto him. Yeah. On the plus side, he was uh, traveling in first class. He's, uh, you don't see too many people with number IV after their name who travel in cattle class. <laughs> His mother, though, had a job at Delta and that allowed Joseph tickets in empty seats or something. Handy little oh, huge benefit that is. Um, it's called traveling on a dependent pass. By the way, I think, I think. You've never touched marijuana in your life, Heggy, but I couldn't think of anything worse than touching pot mm. and then hop. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. We're going to play. Yeah. Terrible. I don't have the constitution for that. I do not like being locked inside. Let me let me go for a walk. Well, if you ask an enthusiast, that's yeah. the best thing that's ever happened to them. But um, I don't know. Um, Delta offers reduced rates or free tickets to family and guests of employees for leisure travel. These days, I reckon you just be, if you work for Delta, you just be selling them due to shit wages and greedy Alan Joyce types. Just say, I've got a guest on every flight today and just be selling flights. Yeah, these are my cousins. <laughs> that one's my grandma. They're all flying with you. Just take a bit of cash. Um, Man, I'm looking forward. This is uh, We're recording this on Monday. It comes out mm. Thursday. A little bit earlier for our Patreon subscribers, patreon.com slash midflybrawl. There you go, Heggy. Let's go plug for a plug. Oh, yeah. But um, there's a Four Corners tonight on Qantas, which um, oh, great. I, I can't assume it's going to be a glowing review. I'll have to tape it. Yeah. Oh, you don't get on four. You don't look forward to yourself on four corners. It's not this is your life. <laughs> it's not Mike Munro bringing Ellen Joyce's fucking PE teacher nah. from year eight out. <laughs> Alan, when Alan was 10, he sued me. <laughs> he actually sacked all of us. Got yeah. some labour hire teachers in. <laughs> Cheaper rate. Joseph. He had one beer before takeoff and nothing afterwards, which, as we've discovered, roughly translates to three and a half beers. But, um, I mean, if his age and, and the state he's from have taken into consideration, it actually ups out to about 12. <laughs> I, I don't like, though, that he's said beers 
in here and then somehow put that on booze. Yeah. Because that's the equivalent of me drinking a slab and then taking one puff of a joint and going, fucking weed made me crash my car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, booze gets a bad rap here. <laughs> yeah, it's the, I know it's the straw that broke the camel's back, but still, what else yeah. was on its back? Bullshit. 30 lollies. The f- three and a half factor that I generally stand by. It's a bit like BMI. It's not, not bad as a starting point, but not accurate enough <laughs> when other factors are at play. The, uh, the nothing afterwards, probably reliable information as it didn't come from him. Um, one hour into the flight, they were over the Pacific Ocean. He, uh, he got up out of his seat, 1D, Uh-oh. no less. Yep. And he went to the bathroom. Nothing to report there. Well, we're to bathrooms. Um, I assume he had a bit of a look in the mirror, as most do. He exited, and a short time later, he went back to the bathroom. And this time when he came out, what was he missing? I'm going to say, oh, see, if he was more drunk, I would have said pants, but I'm going to say shirt. I'm gonna, yeah. I've got a feeling he's in there. He goes, fuck, I'm pretty hot. Oh, let's just get this fucking shirt off, get my back on the leather seat, yeah. <laughs> turn this around. He's come out shirtless. Yes. Okay. Shirtless. Well, that's an absolute <laughs> stalwart term in a lot of Grub News articles. You don't want your name anywhere near the word shirtless in the news or anywhere a juror can see it. Never shirtless on transport, I reckon. Unless you're in an ambulance, you should never be shirtless. I'd say if there's concrete under your feet, put a bloody shirt on. Once a shirt's off, it's a fucking one-way street. No altercation has <laughs> ever de-escalated after that. Shirts don't go back on after handcuffs. Think, think it through. It's like when you, you know, when you're leading the filth on a high-speed car chase and you pass that point of no return, your car eventually just leaves the road into a field, you jump out, start running. <laughs> Despite the helicopter with the spotlight and the rest of it. Like, oh, really is testament to the human spirit, that. I think I'm going to be the one in a million who gets away with this and starts my life again and has a good you know, life. Bullshit. Um, well, someone's got to do it. It's like Tatsotto. Yeah. Oh, it'll happen. Oh, it might have happened. We're not going to know about it, are we? They'll delete those tapes. Have a go, get a go. I've, uh, I've always thought it really sinister to find a pair of undies out in the wild, and it is. Oh, yeah. But I reckon a shirt on the ground is probably worse. Like a shirt <laughs> on the floor indicates there's been something far more serious happen than some dickhead having to park his breakfast at short notice. Um, anyway, I don't malinger in first class anything. My favourite at the well, the last couple of years is just seeing a, a disposable uh, face mask. On oh, the ground. They're everywhere. As if someone halfway through their journey has gone, fuck this, I don't believe in it anymore. Yeah. Ground. <laughs> there was a time we had to use them to get on buses and I didn't have one. I thought, what am I going to do? I found, saw one on the ground, crossed my mind to just give it a bit of a wipe. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't. Fucking how COVID-20 starts, dude. I know. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. Putting on a second-hand face mask you find at a bus stop is for. Oh, I didn't do it. That's one of those you die immediately, sort of Chernobyl style. Your hair falls out over the next few days and then your fucking liver fails. Yeah. Or you live to 110. <laughs> I didn't put it on because it was pink. I thought, I can't be, can't be doing that. <laughs> um, it be embarrassing. I assume in first class there's no shirt, no service signs on the walls there because uh, things turned bad pretty soon after this. Mm. Joseph's gone to the nearest aircraft door and tried to open it, mm. shouting, I want to get out. Yeah. Usually, you just let a lunatic have, have at it. But uh, somehow, I mean, this says one hour in, but I think it must have been within the first hour all this happened. The plane wasn't at full altitude and he uh, he got the handle halfway open 
Oh. So that's a oh, good idea to make the, ax, the ascent steeper after takeoff, I reckon. You know what? I just heard there, Heggy. That's a little bit of positivity from you. You got it halfway open. Yeah. Normally you would have said it's still halfway closed. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> I'm a halfway open kind of guy. Um, that'd sort out the wheat from the chaff if you just went really <laughs> steep. All the let you'd be less less scaredy cats choosing to get on planes if you just went pretty much like eighty degree climb. <laughs> Mate, I've had one of those before, and the pilot afterwards said he just had to get through the clouds. Yeah, it was looking pretty. It was looking pretty rough. One of those ones where the nose is pointed up at an angle where you go, we're hopping off in the moon. Yeah, he's fucking gone for it. <laughs> um, well, people would be unable to get out of their seats if you did that every time. Be like the gravitron. Start of Dark Knight Rises. A bone kicking in. Yeah, in a vertical plane. If someone managed to do it, you'd be opening a door while not on your feet. Much harder. Um, anyway, um, two, two flight attendants, or as you sometimes put it, male stewardesses, uh, saw this, probably had a laugh um, before seeing his progress. Went, oh, shit, actually, we didn't think anyone could do that. He's done it. They came to stop him, and he became quite violent. He punched one of them in the face. Two times. Uh, then he's opted for weaponry. What do you reckon? Oh. What's he got? He's got a beer. So he could go to the glass or he could go one of, maybe, fuck, one of his shoes or try to choke him with his shirt. He's <laughs> made his shirt into a weapon. No. <laughs> no, wine bottles. There you go. Glass wine bottles in first class. How's that work? The rest of us grubs have to settle for fun-sized plastic bottles of wine, flimsy cutlery. Surely things like this are a precedent. You go, it's not the first. It's not the first time either, is it? This is like the classes could finally be united as a result of a violent lunatic in first class, and they're going to eat with plastic and shitty have have plastic wine bottles and stuff. Um, Tell you what, though, as you'd like to say, hey, a tip from the top: those little plastic wine bottles on planes generally two standard drinks, and the amount of flights I had, I go, fucking hell, I've only had four four wines. What's going on here? Yeah. I'm looking at myself with red teeth in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. Got to times two this. <laughs> the beers are only 1.2, 1.3. Smarter. Yeah. Right. Anyway. A lot of mathematicians drinking these days, I think. Um, <laughs> passenger Lon Arnold got involved and immediately regretted what he'd done. Joseph gave him a bit of a mind your own business in the form of a wine bottle to the back of the head. Oh, fuck. Followed that up with a with a punch for good measure. Didn't break. What happened to the edibles? They are not doing what well, yeah. <laughs> on the packet. Not what I've heard. Uh, a flight attendant saw the melee as an opportunity and got in on the action. It's like, oh, wine bottles are on the table, are they? Wine bottles have got to be about the best shortcut from horseplay to murder, I reckon. <laughs> this bloke. Yes, but especially, I, I don't know why they're so much thicker than a beer bottle? Is it just the amount? Is it amount the amount of liquid they have to hold, or is it something to do with it, maybe that you don't want the wine to go shitty? I think it's a it's a design thing because it's going to more traditionally keep it a lot longer. A beer bottle might just smash in I don't know oh, yeah. what thick. But a long neck, like a long neck beer bottle, doesn't seem as heavy as a no. It's thin as a glass. wine bottle. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not a not a scientist. Um, <laughs> this bloke has grabbed two wine bottles and hit Joseph over the head with them, breaking one. I couldn't, I couldn't find the details, but I am hoping he came from the sides and clapped Joseph's head in between them, like on the cartoons. <laughs> Smashed one. Wine bottle, that's one of the few items which when you smash it, it becomes an even better weapon. 
Yeah. You don't see that with anything else. It's like a kinder surprise. Look what's inside. Yeah. It's like a, it's a, like a shitty Swiss army knife. Oh, this yeah. has got two functions, this one. It can hold wine or it can't hold wine and become a really great weapon. Yeah. I mean, it's a blunt instrument and then it's a fucking sharp one very soon <laughs> after. Good variety. Uh, Joseph seemed unfazed by the hits to the head, which, again, I'm surprised. What did he mm. shout? I'll give you a hint. Popular, popular podcast by a Tasmanian comedian who lives in Melbourne, like they all do. He said the name of this podcast. Hold on. A Tasmanian that lives in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Good friend of yours. Oh. And mine. Top bloke. Hold on. Oh, I can't think of it. All right. I'll tell you. He said, do you know who I am? Oh, of course. Josh Earl. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Great pod. Do you know who I am? The first class version of fuck off your dogs. Hard to know which <laughs> to like less, isn't it? By, by the way, mad respect. For being able to get that out. What? You know, after this is post bottling. Yeah. Do you know who I Fuck. am? Fuck. Yeah. Oh. That is that's actually scarier. Yeah. Than him bottling someone. Is getting bottled, wine bottled. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who I am? I think he might have been having something other than just, you know, the relaxant we all know as weed lollies. Mm. Um Oh, by the way, you you not calling them edibles is really making me happy. Just calling them weed lollies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the term edibles. Like everything's edible. It really takes the cool out of it. Yeah, it's not cool. But I reckon this, uh, do you know who I am? That's the rich version of the like the action movie star getting punched and then just wiping the, the sort of crook of his mouth. Yeah. Going, mm. Is that all you got? Oh, a bit of blood, yeah. is it? <laughs> Another passenger got Joseph in a headlock, but he broke free. Shit headlock that. By nature, a headlock is a secure form of assault, hence in the name. Maybe the headlock, it's a bit like jiu-jitsu, later rounds of a UFC fight. He's all slippery from the wine. Normally the sweat allows some people to get out of submissions a little bit easier. Yeah, I mean, he's got no shirt on and stuff. Yeah, he's a lighter, maybe it was a lighter red, like a Pinot. It's just given him just a bit of move to, you know. Yeah, this is a sharp, a sharp instrument in the victim's hand. Oh, they should never break free of a headlock. <laughs> Struggling's the enemy too. My tip, if you find yourself in a headlock, struggle <laughs> for a few seconds and then play dead. And then the enforcer will assume you're unconscious and probably not want to have to answer for your death, put you down, and then you can do something really fucking unpredictable. <laughs> that is, though, to to do that, you are really hoping the person that's got you in a headlock's going to stop. Oh, man, don't, and I cannot stress this enough, <laughs> don't try this stunt if it's a cop who has you in one. <laughs> he and his mates, after a bloody good laugh, will all say you did something worth and that's why you're dead. Um, dead citizens. Not very reliable witnesses. Um, several other passengers came to help restrain him. They eventually succeeded in zip-tying Joseph. He remained extremely combative and multiple passengers were needed to restrain him for the remainder of the flight. I wonder if anyone who's, who's been involved in restraining a perp like this that lasts longer than the usual stacks on has the wherewithal to just fart on the offender. You know, if you've got like... <laughs> We've got four hours, mate. I'm going to be sitting on you for four hours. I'm going to do some funny stuff. No problem. Yeah. yeah. Who wants a turn? Um, <laughs> Wet willies. Yeah. Although it did turn, the flight diverted back to Seattle, not before dumping megalitres of jet fuel in the Puget Sound. <laughs> Good luck to the trumpeter swans and Van Dyke salamanders living there, having a paddle, minding their own business that day. Have some petrol for breakfast, fellas. Piss off. Joseph was greedy on the edibles. 
Good luck getting that out of your feathers. Or, as I found out in the case of the lungless Van Dyke salamander, breathing jet fuel directly through their skin, sucked in. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, as as we've discussed, it's just, just, easier to kill my, just easier to kill mainly marine life isn't it, than to get a pencil out and try to sort out landing heavy. People people get much fatter. We're going to have to sort something out anyway. What I don't understand now in this, um, you know, I know you think climate change is a hoax, but um, I don't know why pilots now aren't just going. What are we? What are we turning around for? One bloke. So we're going to yeah. pet, not petrol prices, not as high as they are. Can someone out the back just bash the fuck out of him, please? Oh yeah. If the staff can't render him unconscious, I'll come out and do it myself. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll just kill him because we're trying to save the environment here. <laughs> And then just better, finish the trip every time. Better for the planet. Absolutely. Put a cage. Get the guy in a cage at the back, little cell. Brilliant. That'd make for a good little good little break up the trip. Go and see the guy in the cell up the back. Sick. <laughs> um he's uh fighter jets are on standby, about to be scrambled. Sick. But it got under control due to the stacks on, they didn't come. The uh flight diverted back to Seattle, yeah, and um what do you reckon happens there, by the way? If, if a flight takes off from a landlocked country and they can't just kill all the marine life with jet fuel because there's none there, <laughs> what do they, yeah. they have to waste it on corn or what? What do they do? I don't know. Where they? What do they do with it? Like they must dump it. They've got to dump it somewhere. They have to go out to find the sea first and dump it and then go back or what? <laughs> yeah, find a little lake. Just hope for the best. How did your mate Sully Sullenberger, when he killed all those fucking Canadian geese. How did he get, did he dump it in the river before he went down or just went down? No, they had no time. He just landed it in the river. Yeah. So it can be done. (laughs) Yeah. Turns out all planes are seaplanes if you fucking back yourself. Well, they can land as a seaplane. They're not going to take off again as one. Not really. Um, By the way, have you ever been on one? I don't know if I've asked you this. A seaplane? Yeah. Uh, No. Oh, yeah. I might have when I was young. I can't remember. No, not that I recall, no. I've been in a helicopter over yeah. the sea. feels the same sort yeah. of feel, I think. But no, I don't think I've been in a seaplane. No, there's something weird about my son wanted to watch videos. Here. I told him there were planes that could take off on water. He wanted to watch a YouTube video on it. There's something that's just unset. It's not quite right, you know? Yeah. I don't like it. Just stay in your lane. Um, they uh, on, a, on arrival back at Seattle... He was, uh, his status got changed, obviously. Status arrested. But he was still combative with police. Uh, they oh, had to, good on uh, him. Oh, yeah, he's, he's committed. They had to zip tie and handcuff him to a wheelchair and wheel him through the airport. He's not giving up either. He was still going. <laughs> a lot of fighting this dog. He's, um, he's tipped it over in the middle of the airport, screaming for somebody to help him. Yeah. I assume he still had no shirt on at this stage. If you happen to cross that, surely you jump in and help a poor man in, in an upended wheelchair screaming for help. No one did. Nah, not one not one covered in wine yeah. with no shirt on. Yeah. He's, I reckon he's brought this on himself. Um, a flight attendant and the passenger, Lon Arnold, were taken to hospital with injuries. His mum doesn't work at the airport for Delta, does she? That'd be embarrassing. Gone past mum. Boy, Carol, Carol, when you get back from lunch, I think your son's here. Why has he swung by to say hi? Mm. <laughs> she had a higher up job than that, I think. Uh, Joseph's attorneys submitted more than 300 letters of recommendation to the court and testimonials from friends and family arguing that he has no, that he has no history of violence or substance abuse. 
That's too many. Like I, I wouldn't trust that for a second. Three hundred. Have you got three hundred friends? I don't. Bullshit. Do you, do you reckon there's a few um, uh, almost like a a stack of money where it's you know real bills at the top, then it's just yeah. fucking catalogues cut out in the shape oh, of a yeah. hundred dollar bill in there. It's photocopies. They're not reading past about twenty. Yeah. Man, that's bullshit. You should be able to count your friends, as they say, on one middle finger. Um, Joseph's physician claimed that paranoia, confusion, hallucinations, and combativeness can be side effects of orally ingested cannabis. Two other doctors believe the drugs were the cause of Joseph's behaviour. So the experts were there. Uh, (laughs) Good time to bring this up too. We alluded to it before. This, This whole story makes absolutely no sense. It's all impossible. So I, for one, have been told on very good authority that pot's harmless. All the all the <laughs> contributors to society I know who have bongs for breakfast and don't do much else, they tell me, <laughs> among other mantras, such as what about building seven then, that the stuff is completely harmless, <laughs> not one side effect, shut up. Uh, Lon Arnold, the heroic passenger who got fucking smashed, he had a concussion from the wine bottle. Makes sense. Worse damage. From the punch to the eye. Oh, no. You don't always need weaponry to cause maximum damage. I was going to say, though, I've drunk a bottle of red on a plane, and I reckon that did more damage than if they just fucking belted me with it at the start. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Airplane red wine at altitude. Oh, Oh, baby. Anyone who asks for a full bottle should just get it smashed across (laughs) their head, and if it doesn't smash, you can drink it. Um. He said in court that he had permanent eye damage and a brain injury that prevents him from reading and writing. That is, that's a life sentence. Although these days mm. you can just listen to books, never write a word. <laughs> the world will somehow let you not let you starve. You can even thrive financially, as has been evident in the existence of real estate agents. The, I hear the youth now just announcing the fact they can't read. They appear to be proud of that. Mm. What's happened there? Um, Joseph probably said, you're welcome to Lon. When he said he can't read anymore, I've I've got a theory that some of the, some of these conditions they're a bit like um, Bitcoin, you know. Yeah. Ten years ago, no one gave a fuck, and yeah. then there was a really good three year period, and now it's like, oh man, it's done. Yeah. There's too many people with it. Who who would have thought <laughs> that your imaginary coins ended up not having any value in the end? <laughs> but I feel like that now with you know we've got mates that are like ADD, dyslexia. Oh, you know. From but and you know dealing with them mm. and they must sit there and go fucking who's come who's got it oh come on oh yeah it's been diluted glitz and glamour about getting a diagnosis these days is there oh dyslexia especially um, at the trial uh, John C Kuganauer great name presided over oh. the he's he was presiding he also presided over the Ahmed Ressa case I saw the bloke who planned on blowing up. Lax yeah. on New Year's Eve 1999. Um, this little fella obviously didn't trust that Y2K was going to do the job. <laughs> <laughs> it's contingency. So he tried to blow it up. Um, Coogan Hour sentenced Ressam to 22 years jail. And then some other USA authority stepped in and said, that's too lenient, sentence him again. So Johnny rolled over and gave him 37 years. Oof. Not to be trusted judges, are they, when it comes to judging? Just go over the top, don't they? Why have them? Um, 
When it comes to terrorism over there, they definitely can prefer conservative judges. You get your bloody bombers running around all over the place if you let the pinkos run the joint. <laughs> um, defense with an S, attorney Robert <laughs> Flenor, a three. He's a third, this guy. On the other hand, oh, wow. he, uh, he does Third versus fourth. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. Just a, oh, no. No, third's on the side of fourth, isn't he? Third's on the side of fourth, yeah. Um, Do you reckon in those 300 letters, first, second, and third, jumped in to help out? Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be good. Great grandpa, grandpa, dad. Yeah. <laughs> and my son, the fifth, he drew a drawing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Robert Flennell, the third, he doesn't have a Wikipedia page like John C. Kuggenauer. He's on a website where they have pie charts representing his case successes, a bit like TripAdvisor for Seattle lawyers. Yeah, wow. Imagine that. Look at his pie chart. A lot of green. Uh, Fucking love the stats. Oh, do they? Robert Flenor, the third, told Kuganauer the first that Hudek the fourth had been a model citizen for all but two hours of his life. He'd taken 193 prior flights, all without incident. It was it was curious how it escalated so quickly into serious violence, especially due to a relaxant. It's categorically harmless as pot. Not that often someone goes from never being involved in violence to smashing bottles over strangers' heads. That's, mm. a, that's a leap. Like you've got to kill a few cats before you do your first murder. Of course. Just makes sense. It sounds like he's never been caught fighting, not that he's never fought. Wow. I mean, you say that, but turns out all of his family and friends repeatedly stated he is such a nice kid and has never been in trouble like this before. Maybe all of his 300 character witnesses had, unlike me, misplaced Google because they've clean forgotten oh, no. how in 2008. <laughs> Hold on one sec. A story within a story. Oh, All yeah. right. In 2008, aged a tender 14, he was arrested and charged with trespassing and criminal mischief. Status arrested. They also forgot that in 2012, at the age of 18, Joseph was arrested and charged with felony child abuse, battery and possession of alcohol by a minor. Status arrested. Wow. Released on a $1,500 bond, US dollars that is. For reasons undisclosed, the bail was refunded and the case dropped. Oh. You get that when you're you're a fourth. Mm. That can just happen. It's a bonus. Um, Lucky, eh? Maybe they forgot because is it if you tried as a, you know, if you get in trouble as a child, it doesn't carry over into your adult life. They go, well, the courts forgot. Not over there. They don't. They never forget. No. <laughs> as is well documented in many facets of their society, never ever forget. Judge Kuganauer cited Joseph's youth and lack of criminal history. He'd never heard of the internet either. Um, it's weird. The only thing they do seem to forget is why there's a lot less kids at school. Yeah. The day after something's happened, I keep forgetting about that. Hold on. <laughs> What's happening here? I don't know. Oh, well, as per usual, let's continue. <laughs> yeah, those kids are, you know, they're in the, they're in acting classes the next day, getting all their makeup off. Isn't that the, isn't that the general consensus from your mates that they're all actors and stuff? Man, it's the podcast you listen to, Alex Jones. Who's Alex Jones? Alex Jones was the big one. He got fined, I think, $50 million or something. He had $50 million? No, I don't know. He doesn't. Well, how that's do you, the, that's pointless, then, isn't it? I think that's the point. We're not fired, sued. 
it's pretty much the co- his company's gone bankrupt. Oh, okay. Fine. We will go bankrupt. Why don't you yeah. just go just over what they've got? It's like when I'd say to you, I'll give you $100 million if you jump over that fence or something. It's pointless, absolutely pointless, except they do it. I'd leave them, you know, I'd leave them with 50 cents. Yeah. And go, mate, at least you can still get a fucking ice cream at Macca's. And then when they use it for that, I'm knocking it out of their hand. <laughs> Um, Kurgan Hour has, uh, has said, yeah, you're only young and I, I've forgotten about those few other things you'd already done. Reduce his sentence from five years jail to two years jail. Hmm. You wouldn't meet a lot of people whose names end in the fourth in the big house, I wouldn't think. You'd, no. get, you'd get bashed. Um, well, you would, but in the big house where it's got a golf course and stuff. Oh, yeah. Country club, big house. Yeah. Uh, Joseph's mother, Linda, the one who had the job at Delta since 1998, no longer works there mm. as a result of the behaviour of her Jojo. That's his nickname. Mm. Jojo. Should be Jojo Jojo because he's the fourth. I just do eight, eight Joes. <laughs> Jojo served his time, paid his debt to society. He's out. Everyone's happy except the bloke who's permanently yeah. injured as a result of helping out. Everyone else is happy. So nice to get a happy story. 30 edibles. There's a good chance he comes out still under the influence. So Two years later. Yeah. Yeah, probably wouldn't you wouldn't wouldn't mind to lie down. I reckon after thirty edibles, just sleep it off. It's impossible. There are no adverse side effects to to the gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell you went to school in fucking Brisbane in the eighties. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your mates. If you want to hear more content, get on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mid Flight Brawl. Midflightbrawl.com for the live shows coming up and the T-shirts, Air Jaden and the Larrikin Island T-shirts. Air Jaden, of course, as seen on Channel 7, 9 and 10 News and the Today Show. Sweet. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> Might save one, put it on eBay, really bump it up. Sign it. Um, get around it. We'll see you at the live shows, Brisbane and Sydney this weekend. Some more coming up soon. Heggy, any any gigs to plug? No, nah, I'm out open miking nearly every night, actually. I'm... I'm out every night for September. Not one off. Fuck yeah. I don't believe. Well, we're doing a we're doing a split show on Ooh. Saturday night in Brisbane. Yeah. New material. And uh Grim. A little while back, Heggy said he wanted to go first, but he's been out every night trying new. You'll be going last. <laughs> okay. We'll see you there, Briz Vegas. See you in Sydney on Sunday and the rest of you. We'll see you when we see you. Boy. Thanks, mate. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.